save the world, then you're going to save the world. This is the Geek Confidential Podcast. My name is Luke Kerr. Joining me today, Melody Akles. Welcome, Melody. Hey, hey. And Mo Walker. Welcome, Mo. I'm glad to be here, Luke. We are discussing Disney Plus's new series, Miss Marvel. It's sort of the young adult version of the MCU MCU universe. I can't believe that I'm saying universe twice in that, I guess. But it's on Disney+. Plus. The first two episodes are out. We're going to dive into the first episode primarily because since there's not three to be able to do the first full arc, we'll just focus on the pilot. It stars Kamala Khan as a Pakistani Indian girl who um, gets a artifact, I guess we'll call it, um, that was passed down to her from her grandmother's family. It arrives. It's in a box. Her mother doesn't want her to do anything with it. She, in the meantime, we learn, is obsessed with the Avengers and wants to go to an Avenger con. First impressions, Mo, what did you think? I thought it was very, very charming, very sweet. Was a nice kind of, it was the total opposite of what tonally what we were get we got with Moon Knight. And so, particularly now, how things in the world has been so bleak news news wise it just when you watch an episode of this it leaves you in such a positive place and i love the the uh integration of emojis and animation into the to the episodes and it just it's just a pleasant experience to watch mel what was your quick take oh so fun this show uh, I think Kamala is super charming. Um, I love her family dynamic, you know, kind of a strict household, but she's so into her superheroes and she just wants to be a kid, a teenager. Um, so I, I really enjoyed that aspect as someone who grew up in a strict household. I very much related to her. So um, and I like her friends and I, I really just in, enjoyed what I saw. My quick take on this is there hasn't been a television character with this active of imagination since Allie McBeal. Um, I agree with Mo. Very charming. I think that I, I wasn't. I've read the Champions um, comic book series. And so there's Miss Marvel in there. So I wasn't sure what to expect with the series, but I found it to be extremely charming, though her fantasy life was a little bit exhausting from time to time. I, uh, b- but yet everything about her family element. How do I put this? Do you guys remember Everwood on the CW? Yes, I do. Do you remember how charming that like how charming that family was, even though they're they were sort of dysfunctional? Yes, this this reminds me sort of like a super powered version of that. And I'm here for it. I I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Mel, Aman Valani plays Kamala Khan. What do you think of her as the lead? I think she does a really good job for a young actress. She's not trying to be too much. Um, I feel like she, as a young person herself, because I don't know how old she is. So she's definitely portraying a teenager who wants to experience life. You know, she wants to go out with her friends. She wants to go to her Avengers con. She wants to find love. And she does a really great job portraying all of these things at the same time, but also trying to be respectful to, you know, her religion or her parents and really just trying to live life. So I think she does a really great job. And I don't ever feel like I am, you know, taken out of the scene by her acting. She always really keeps us engaged. She has a good screen presence. Mo, what did you think? Yeah, I think... um... Aman Valani, and I'm sorry if I'm I'm mispronouncing her name. I thought, uh, yeah, she, her presence was was there. She really connected with the audience. She has a great amount of energy and just presence, just big presence. And it just fills you up with with warmth every time you see her. If you've done some reading about her she actually did some cosplaying uh as the miss marvel character uh years ago i think she truly embodies this character if if you're familiar with the miss marvel solo um adventures it just it's just i really feel like these uh this episode this pilot could could have been you know an issue from that original run of miss marvel it it just everything from the relationship with her parents her best friend bruno all of those things just sprung fully formed from one of those comic issues the family plays an important role in this cast um the father the mother the older brother who's engaged what do you guys think of the family dynamic because as much of as this show is about her passion for the Avengers and superheroes and and saving the day. It's also about a family who has immigrated to the U.S. and is ma- is making their way in this country and how they're dealing with that. What did you guys think of the familial element of this uh, the show, Mo? Well, I, I think this is one of the things I think that helps make it stand out from other MCU shows because in a lot of the other mcu shows that we've gotten to date outside of hawkeye there really has not been a focus on the familiar familiar elements and how they impact this the the life of a superhero now granted you know in this case kamala is um is a is a neophyte superhero but i think that having the parents and the and the brother, you know, kind of shows that sort of dynamic. That's um, particularly with the mother, uh, this that classic sort of hawks and doves dynamic. And her mother understands that her daughter has a good heart, but wants to kind of ground her her daughter. And and it's it's a it's a cla- it's classic storytelling. I think that as we get more episodes. I, I want to see what's going to happen with her brother and his engagement and how that does 
how that is impacted by Kamala's superheroics. And really, I, if if any of her parents, I expect her father to come around a lot more quicker than her mother. Did you or did well, you what not did you think of the Hulk scenes? That was what I was about to bring up. That was heartbreaking. I mean, like you, you know, and I you think have... every child has had a moment like that with their parents. Yeah, exactly. It's like the parent, your your father, your father, your mother, you know, it, it's supportive of what you're into and you're you're and then you undercut them. And I really felt sorry for her father because, you know, the man got dressed up in a Hulk outfit and painted his face green. And, you know, it was it was very, very sweet and charming. And she immediately likes pot puts a pin in his balloon and you just see him just walk away. And he's just so sad. And again, I, I think that, you know, you, you really quickly can very easily see those relationships and kind of uh, figure out where folks stand. Mel, what did you think of the familial element? Uh, I agree. I enjoyed that, you know, we have this strong family who are immigrants and they're trying their best to really, as I've been saying before, really just live, but also keep their cultural values safe and keep them strong and make sure that they're being themselves in this different world. And I understand you know the strict element but in the scenes that y'all were talking about earlier with the hulk scenes is they're trying you know and that i can appreciate of i don't exactly understand my daughter or what's going on with her and why she likes these things but i'm gonna try and i love that part because that's love you know and that's so important in a family so I liked that she has this really great foundation, but she's not exactly open to completely embracing it. And I get that 1000%. So I guess here would be my question. On last on the last episode, we talked a little bit about America Chavez and how she was introduced in Doctor Strange. Uh, would you... like? I feel like this is a way better way to introduce... A character than the way that character was done in Doctor Strange. Would you guys like to see a Peter Parker, uh, Miss Marvel crossover? They're in New York, uh, so well, it could happen. Almost oh, definitely, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I again, I expect that we're laying the groundwork with the introduction of America Chavez and the introduction of Miss Marvel, along with other. Care, younger superhero characters. We're going to get some sort of Young Avengers or show, movie. possibly. No, I think Young Avengers because I think that's the bigger brand than oh, than okay. Champions. I mean, because Champions has it, Young Hulk, Champions has Miss Marvel. It has a bunch of and it correct some of the X Men characters. So if we end up with an X Men character. Yeah, but I mean, they've introduced the majority of the Young Avengers cast members from even that original Young Avengers run back in the 2000s have been introduced. And you can swap out like uh, Miss Marvel for a couple of the characters, but the core cast of the 2000s version of the the 2000s and the, and the 2010s version of Young Avengers have already been introduced in MCU films and in television 
in television shows. Um, so we're clearly on the train for that. And I, I feel as, as though to, to me, again, my argument is, is that, um, I think, I honestly think she'll probably end up meeting Kate Bishop probably before she meets, meets Peter Parker, because I can see that as being doable in one of these Disney plus shows. I just had I just had an idea that made me chuckle. It's never going to happen, but I think it would be hilarious if Peter Parker, Kamala Khan, Kate Bishop were all being mentored by Daredevil. That's a scary, scary thought, Luke. I mean, I know, but, but like, if you think about it, wouldn't it be so much fun if those, if like he was responsible for mentoring him, and every once in a while, Luke Cage would come in. <laughs> But the Sorry. guilt, they would, th- how much guilt would he like heap on them for their actions and so forth? I mean, you have Matt Murdock, who is. Well, no, just... but he would be, they, they would make, force him to lighten up the way Kate Bishop made Hawkeye lighten up. Like, that's what I'm thinking is like, they might be the thing that actually heals Daredevil. Mm, okay, Luke. I don't know, Luke. I. I it mean, was, if you want to believe that, Luke, that's cute. It was a random. It was a random thought that, as we were talking, made me chuckle. So, of course, I had to bring it up because I figured it might get a reaction. Um, one of the things that I was a little bit confused with, and and so I'm hoping that one or both of you can help me understand it. The group that's after Miss Marvel isn't the actual FBI, right? No, it's Damage Control, the same group that that went after Peter Parker. In the last Spider-Man movie. Okay. Because, like, for at first I thought it was the FBI, and then there was something where, like, where they commented, like, one of the agents commented about how the FBI already had him under surveillance, and so they had to be careful. And so I was like, wait, what did I miss? Mel, what do you think of the big government conspiracy or bringing her in type element to this series? Because for me... Sometimes it feels weird, like they've figured out that there's a girl there who has powers already, and they've already narrowed it down to her. What do you think? I think it's par for the course for the MCU. There's always usually some kind of government intervention or somebody's watching, you know, you know, their shield. There are the same people who are in uh, WandaVision um, so somebody's usually always watching from the background or sometimes the foreground. So I wasn't exactly surprised when they show up, but it also kind of felt like, oh, okay, we're going this route again. So, um, this is going to be a little bit of a teaser for episode two. So if either of you haven't, uh, watched it, um, I apologize. And it's a little bit of a spoiler, but I wanted to bring it up because of the fact that we have Kamala's best friend who's who's Bruno and they are both into the Avenger cons. He's helped her with her suit uh, for Avenger con. He is also a bit of a little Tony Stark himself. He's a, he's very much of an, an inventor. We, we see what he's done within her house to be able to set it up so that she can sneak out because he's given her dad, basically a homemade Alexa sort of, um, in the second episode, we're introduced to another character who all of a sudden Kamala sort of is swooning over. And then we discover that Bruno is a little bit jealous 
about the uh, the time that she is spending with him. What do you think of Bruno and Kamala's dynamic? And are you there for a triangle? Or do you want Bruno and Kamala to be endgame? Mo, you first. Uh, I'll, I'll be I mean, I know that the, the, they've, it's clear they're going for the triangle. And they are definitely borrowing from the comics in terms of where this is going. I don't want to say a whole lot more because I know stuff about the other guy um, that hasn't been revealed yet. And and so if I talk more, it probably will definitely go into spoiler territory. Mel, what do you think? Um, Bruno is in love with his best friend and she doesn't know yet. So that usually doesn't ever end well in these type of type of young adult um, shows, but we'll give it a chance. Um, and he was so jealous. And Kamala is is not seeing it yet. She's oblivious. Because, yeah, she doesn't see it because that's her friend, and that's how she sees him. Like this is my best friend. And she hasn't crossed that line yet. So you know, the other guy comes along. I don't know his name. I'm sorry. The other guy comes along, and you know, she's got hard eyes for him. So, especially at the end of the episode, there was some extras there. But with Bruno, you know, that's just a totally different thing. Is he he'll go to the ends of the earth for her. You know, he'll do whatever it is, and it doesn't matter. And she's just like Luke said, oblivious. So, it's the triangle is coming, but we'll see how it goes. What are what other what else stood out for you, Mo, as a comic book reader? What did you think? And w- were there Easter eggs that you caught? Um, what what else stood out for you for the comic book versus the series? Probably the biggest thing is the power set. Um, you know, and I would say that's probably one of the things that people are upset about online, because if you know the comics, you know that. Uh, <laughs> Kamala's powers are derived from the Terrigen Mist, i.e. she's an inhuman, and humans are a bad thing. <laughs> Though we did get Black Ball and Doctor Strange, uh, too. So, so just to clarify, just to clarify for people who may not be familiar, inhumans are a bad thing in terms of their depiction in um, pop culture, as we've seen them in recent years, or they're a bad thing within the comics? Can be both, to be perfectly okay. honest. I mean, um, certainly from from the geek confidential side of things, it was just bad in terms of pop culture. Um, from the comics, you know, it, it 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 depends on where the wind's blowing, how people feel about Inhumans. When they're trying to replace the X Men in comics, it's bad. Um, and ironically, I would say uh, Miss Marvel is probably one of the most popular in humans and comics anyway so in the show her powers appear to be derived from the bracelet so of course there is chatter about does the bracelet unlock some sort of innate ability that she has uh the other i would say the big thing which is related to the power set is how her powers are depicted in the show. They're light based in the show. So, and in the comics, she basically stretches, she embiggens, uh, she, she likes to make these big fists and so forth that are somewhat elongated. But in the show, she does those things, but it's like some sort of light projection a la the Green Lantern. 
I'm perfectly fine with that. I think, if anything, it sort of dovetails and connects her to the Carol Danvers Captain Marvel a bit better because, obviously, you know, Carol Danvers Captain Marvel's powers are light-based. My only exposure to the character is through Champions. So for me, I'm only accustomed to seeing her in a team environment. So I'm very... I'm very interested to see how this solo will play out. Mel, was there anything else that stood out for you about Miss um, Marvel that we haven't touched on that you'd like to talk about? Uh, no, I think I think I'm good. I think we covered it. Out of five stars, what would you give it, Mel? Oh, um, four point seven. Mo. Yeah, I, same four point seven. Okay, I I would give mine a, give it a four point five. Um, I'm not I'm not quite sure on a couple things. I feel like how do I put this? On one hand, I love this coming of age, coming of superhero story. I'm not sure how the the fact that this is only a 6 episode season instead of a 9 or a 10 episode season. I depending on how this plays out, it it might feel like we're getting short sheeted. And the family element is wonderful if we had more episodes, but I wonder if the if if there's going to be if it's going to be difficult to balance the family small wholesome story that we have about her becoming a superhero that saves people and whatever this big conspiracy plot is with the government. Depending on how they do that, with only six episodes, I feel like there's an opportunity for um, one side to be too much and the other side to not be enough. And so I'll give it a 4.5 because I thought that the pilot was strong, but I'm just nervous about how these six episodes will play out because of the fact that there isn't a lot of time to tell the story for a character that obviously is so engaging and could have so much character built or story built around her. So I'm giving it a 4.5 because the pilot was solid. I would definitely recommend you check it out. You can comment on this episode at geekconfidential.com. Follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash gkconfidential. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash gkconfidential. You can also join the Facebook group where we post topics and news stories and things and, and chat about them there. You can find me on Twitter at Luke underscore Kerr. Mel is at Melody Akles and Mo is at Dr. Mo 77. We thank you for listening. Until next time. So long. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.